Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is episode three of season five. This season covers the 2019 Australian Competitive Barbecue Circuit and includes recordings from some of the biggest and best festivals from all over this beautiful wide brown land of ours. In short, I'm going to be spending the year flying, driving, eating, walking and talking my way around Australia and I'm bringing you along for the ride. In this episode, I jump in a car, then a plane, then another plane and then another car to get down to Hobart Brewing Company for the Hobart Blues, Brews and Barbecues Festival. It was my first time on the Apple Isle and I fell in love with the beauty of the land and the warmness of the people. And what a spot for a barbecue festival. Folks, it was literally a waterfront brewery. Add some smoked meats, icy cold beers, warm summer sunshine and beautiful blue skies and well, that's my kind of heaven. The Tassie barbecue scene is obviously alive and well, and it was great to see such camaraderie and mateship between competitors. I can't wait to get back down there again next year. Now, this will be the last episode for a little while. Season 5 is the 2019 Australian Festival Series, and it's going to be a little while before I head to another competition in Australia. However, in three weeks' time, I'm heading to the States for a month. I'm going to the Hammond Barbecue Challenge, which you would have heard about when I interviewed the promoter Eric Fares in Episode 7 of Season 3. It's been the biggest competition in the state of Louisiana for the last 18 years, so that's going to be awesome. I'm then going to be interviewing several Louisiana pitmasters over the following week before partnering up with the Barbecue Ninja at Hogs for the Cause, a huge charity barbecue festival in New Orleans. You'll remember Craig from Episode 6 of Season 3 with the whole hog cooking. We're then road tripping up through Memphis and St. Louis before hitting up Kansas City for the National Barbecue and Grilling Association's annual conference and festival. I've been invited to be part of the official media team for that and I'm really looking forward to it. There's four days of barbecue nirvana going on there, including a tour of the most famous barbecue joints in KC, the conference, the award nights, a live recording of TV cooking show Culinary Food Fight and a festival which includes an SCA competition. From there, we're having a few days R&R, whitewater rafting in the Ozark Mountains, and then I'm competing in an SCA competition in Conway, Arkansas, and checking out the headquarters of PK Grills in their hometown of Little Rock. Then it's back to Australia and back to my day job for a rest. Naturally, I'm taking my recording gear with me, and I'll be sharing the entire trip with you. So, Season 6 will be my US road trip, Part 2. Before we get into it, I'd like to let you know about our awesome new shop on the website. We've got our incredible Smoking Hot Confessions tumblers for keeping your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot, and also two amazing ebooks 27 Lessons Learned from Competition Barbecue and The Bacon Manifesto. We're working on a new line of merch coming soon, so keep an eye out for that too. I'd also like to invite you to join us at the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook. If you're looking for a group full of open-minded people who just love to help each other out, the Smoking Hot Confessions community is a great place to continue the conversation. Finally, however you listen to this episode, please subscribe, rate and review the show. It really helps me spread that barbecue love. So without further ado, grab yourself a brisket pie, some micro-brewed beer and join me as I soak up the sunshine and good vibes of the Hobart Blues, Brews and Barbecues Festival 2019. 
This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're kicking off day one at the uh, Hobart Blues Brews and Barbecues Festival. And I've run into uh, Michael from Butcher's Axe Barbecue. If you've been listening to the podcast, he was the guest on episode 12 and I interviewed him before, during and after his very first competition, which was Meatstock Melbourne. And they have come a long way since. Mate, how's it going? Mate, awesome. Stoked to be in Hobart. Uh, Pearler of a day, so yeah, bloody awesome. It is a beautiful day. You can tell I'm a Queenslander, though, because I am rugged up in my hoodie and I'm about five minutes away from fetching my beanie out of my backpack. So well, uh, This is uh, for us Victorians. This is uh, basically as good as it gets. So <laughs> it's, uh, might be taking the top off in a minute to get a bit of sun, a bit of a tan. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Alrighty, so we're still early in 2019. Can you give me a wrap-up of how 2018 treated you? Yeah, so we had a um, we did a lot of comps last year. So, we, so that was our second official year of competing. So we did about... A dozen or, or more comps, which was a, a fair bit for the for the guys. That um, is quite a few, yeah. Yeah, so we I think the year before we only did three. Um, so first year when you interviewed us for our first comp, um, we did three that year and then 12 last year. And we're scheduled to do about seven this year. But um, last year we had a bit of a slow start to the season. But, uh, you know, learning from our mistakes and, you know, forever improving. We kind of um, picked our way back up and had a pretty good solid finish towards the end. We had a... We were lucky enough to get uh, voted in to go to the Invitational, which was good. That was a great experience. So, so good. So didn't get there on merit, but got there on uh, like a bit of a popularity vote, which was <laughs> was experience. And then um, that same weekend, so Saturday, Sunday in uh, in Sydney for the Invitational, and then Monday, Tuesday, we drove back to Melbourne for a, a KCBS comp where we got our first RGC. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. So we were stoked. And then. Um, a few weeks before that, we came third at Creekside um, with a first place in the uh, side category Duck, uh, which was a comp where all our mates were there, same as the KCBS comp. So it's you know, always good to beat a few of your mates. So, always, always. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, we had a um, we did this, there's a Victorian series called the Pitmaster series, uh, where it's six teams to, it's sort of round by round, and then there's going to be a final next year. And we did that as our last comp for last year, and we won that one. So that wrapped up the year with a win. So our first awesome, man. G- GC, whatever you want to call it, but it was a, it was a first place. So, yeah, it was That's got to be a good feeling. Yeah. Now, that has set you up obviously nicely. You'd, like you did 12 competitions last year, that would have given you a chance to really get everything down pat, get it all sorted. And obviously that's led to big things already in 2019. <laughs> yeah, so um, we were going to try and take it a bit easy this year. We told the missuses that we'd be doing six comps or something like that. And this Hobart one was always going to be one of them. Um, but a KCBS comp popped up last week, hometown, 20 minutes from where some of our teammates live. So we signed up for that and we happened to pull off the GC. So, yeah, uh, first actual GC and, um, yeah, bloody stoked. Mate, that's incredible that you got your first GC yeah. only, what, 12 months in, two years in or something, into your yeah. into your competitive barbecue cycle. But that's not just it, is it? There's more to it than just winning a GC. That's right. So the GC is only really the start of it. You, um, We also got an invitational to the uh, to the Royal, so the, so uh, the American Royal, which... Um, Fortunately enough, um, we're already going as the Heat Beats All-Stars, uh, which because we won a KCBS comp last year with a few of our mates. That's right, the the perfect point brisket. That's right, yeah, we cooked the, the 180 brisket. 180 so, brisket, sorry. That's yeah, 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 perfect. The first ever um, perfect uh, score in Australia for a protein, um, and being brisket's amazing. And then, um, yeah, 
we had um, got into their uh, Heat Beats All Stars, so we'll be going to the, the Royal with them. But you also we get a bung in the Jack for Butcherzak. So if we um, if we get there, oh mate, the Jack and the Royal. Yeah. Would you do both, or would you have to choose one uh, one over the other? Uh, sorry, hun, but I'll be doing both. <laughs> 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 so definitely, definitely doing both. And you'll be looking for what bachelor accommodation starting on Monday? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, the doghouse is. Uh, I've been renovating it slowly in preparation for it. But you know, one team, only one team from the whole country gets to go. So if we're lucky enough, yeah, it'd be amazing to, to have that opportunity. But there's there's plenty of uh, incredible teams that could represent Australia who've had GCs. Um, so I guess anyone that goes smoking joint went um, last year. They're here today. Uh, they got a first place in, in dessert in the cooking. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. That, that's an amazing achievement. So, yeah, I mean, anyone that can represent a country at the Jack would be amazing. Absolutely. Now, just quickly, where's your smoker trailer this weekend? What's going on? What are you cooking on? Uh, so, <laughs> our, our trailer and all of our Fornettos are actually parked at the uh, parked at the warehouse where we keep them. We couldn't quite figure out how to get them down on the Spirit of Tasmania, so. We've actually flown in and um, the very kind barbecue family of Hobart have actually lent us all of our gear, absolutely everything. So we've just brought meat, rubs, sauces and knives and everything else has been lent to us. So good. You've got to love that barbecue family. Definitely, definitely, yep. Well, all right, man. Quickly, tell me, what are you doing for the ancillary category? It's anything goes, but it's got to have beer in it from the brewery here. What are you guys up to? Um, so we weren't going to do this, but we decided early this morning that we'd, you know, um, give it a crack. So we're actually going to do a um, dark dark and white chocolate beer brownie. Wow. Yeah. And then we have um, we were walking around Salamanca Market this morning, got to be a bit inspired, and we got some, um, some meringues, some salted caramel popcorn, some, you know, different little toppings that we can do. Some nice. fresh Tasmanian raspberries as well. So, oh, so good. So we'll just so good. We'll, we'll play with it and see what happens. Yeah. But we're going to do some sort of brownie, so we're looking forward to that. Yeah, Mate, I'm looking forward to see how that turns out. Thanks Definitely. very much for your time. Awesome. Been good to see you and again, man. Best of luck with the competition. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. The band is about to kick off here at the Blues, Brews and Barbecues Festival. It's about to get very loud very quickly. But I did meet Gordo, who I've been chatting to online for quite a long time with Creek Freak Barbecue. Mate, how are you going? I'm great, mate. It's good to hook up with you finally. It's been a couple of years that we've been shuttling back and forth on the interwebs, but good to meet you in person, mate. Yeah, you too, man, you too. So tell me about your, your competition team, Creek Freak Barbecue. Mate, uh, we were introduced to it by uh, guys like Rowan Peterson, Jimmy Anderson, Jeff Cox. I've been ticking away with it by myself for 10, 15 years and not really getting anywhere with it. Occasional wins, lots of losses, and then, yeah, just hooked up with some guys who knew what they were doing and everything just went from there learning curve was huge. Jeff took me along to my first barbecue competition which was here three years ago and um, yeah, since then just so that we can make Taz Barbecue a little bit bigger, been competing by myself a couple of wins, lots of losses but I come along for the social experience mate, yeah, yeah, really love just coming along, hooking up with these guys love the vibe, yeah. It's all about the barbecue family mate. Exactly exactly, it's just about having a cook hooking up with guys, you get a call up gotta love it but if you don't, it's just, yeah, about coming along, cooking the best barbecue that you can and then critiquing it with friends for me. Yeah. And, and so you've been into this since before it was a scene? Yeah, very much so, mate. Um, 10, 15 years ago, I was putting together 44-gallon drums with galvanised downpipe and oil drums, old Webbers, whatever I could do. And, yeah, just all based on cooking with the parents' Weber when I was 10, 12. 
that would get me to be firing it up and all went from there, you know. That was where the interest started, but yeah. So good, mate. Now, speaking of that Weber, there's a Weber mounted on the front of this little trailer here. What can you talk about this little trailer? Mate, um, this is just cobbled together, run what you brung. Like, the Jagrid here is a beautiful piece of kit that I was lucky enough to pick up. And um, I just got sick of lugging it around. A mate of mine had a trailer that is a porta potty trailer. So yeah, she's um, she's upcycled, I suppose we'd say. Nice, um, I like yeah, that. It's been upcycled. So yeah, we just had the porta potty trailer. Other than the Jagrid, the whole rig's cost me sixty bucks. Wow. So if you keep your eye out for what other people think is junk, and we all know that Weber's a beer economy. Everyone's got one on their veranda gathering cobwebs. You can get into this thing, you know. I've cooked a five kilo brisket on those Webers with a JG offset plate, JG offset plates, and um, yeah, it's just, you don't need to spend a lot of money. You can still get good results from something. It's just, yeah, and the other thing is, it's all about having a cook, mate. Getting in contact with your food, getting in contact with that fire and not disconnecting yourself from it, for me, anyway. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, what uh, what secret spices are you bringing to this competition? Mate, um, I'm, my big secret thing is, I, the guy who taught me how to cook brisket, I've cooked his brisket. That's all I do. I'm not going to say who it is or anything, but uh, Jeff Cox. <laughs> but uh, he showed me how to cook brisket, and I haven't budged from that. And I got a second last year at HBC. But this year, I'm just going to change it up a little bit. I've got really beautiful pieces of Sher Blue Label from Kelly's Meats in Cranbourne. And um, shout-out to Luke Nagel. And um, we are, I'm going to go a bit Japanese with it. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm going to try and throw some Japanese stuff on there. I'm going to go a bit more Asian than Texas barbecue, just for a change. Beautiful piece of meat that I don't get to cook very often, and I just, probably not the appropriate time to be mucking around with flavour profiles, but why not? I don't get to do it that often, and I'm not in it for prizes, so. So is this the first time that you will have cooked this Japanese-style brisket? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just going to give it a crack at a comp. Exactly, man. Yeah, just throw it out there. Well, that's what comps are about for me anyway. It's not about prizes. I'm interested in putting my food in front of people and getting their critique on it. So I want to try this, yeah, slightly Japanese flavour profile and who better than ABA judges to tell you whether or not you've hit the goal or you haven't. That's very true, man, very true. Look, I'm going to circle back right before hand in time because I want to try some of that Japanese brisket. But in the meantime, thanks very much for your time. Thank and you, enjoy man. the rest of the weekend. And great to meet you in person, brother. You too, mate. See you around the comp. See ya. Hey, folks, Ben for Smoking Hot Confessions here. Day one of the Blues, Brews and Barbecue Festival here in beautiful Hobart. And I've tracked down with me... This man must cover some miles because I saw him last weekend in Adelaide. Now here he is in Hobart. I think he does more miles than I do. Scott from Big Smoke Barbecue, man, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good. A little bit tired over on the boat last night. <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit tired, but uh, ready to go. Oh, so, so you didn't fly? You actually went on yeah, the yeah on the boat. So I took the car over and all the all the gear on the back of the on the car. So, yeah, ready to go. What was that like? Did you get, like, motion sickness at all? Uh, a couple too many beers uh, on the pokies, live band on there. Perfect. On the boat? Yeah, on the boat, yeah. <laughs> Trust I me, it's really that. good. Love boat. Yeah, all good. Next time then, I'm flying <laughs> into Melbourne. I'm going to go on the boat. This, yeah, it, it sounds like a party. Good. That's it. A yeah. couple of teams on there, a couple of beers. Away we go. All righty. Done. That's what I'm doing next time. <laughs> so, mate, tell me about your ancillary category. What are you doing for that? Um, so we've got uh, a play on um, a lamb wellington. So Ooh. we've got um, some lamb backstraps, 
Uh, got the mushroom mix over the top and then wrapping it in some prosciutto. Oh. Uh, got a pea mint puree to go underneath it for a little bit of garnish and uh, some gravy with the beer and see how we go. Oh, so good. So good. When's that? Four o'clock. It's about Four, two hours yeah, away. Yeah, a couple of hours away. I'll be looping back. Don't worry about that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So, man, how did 2018 round out for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty good. So, finished fourth overall on the leaderboards. Um, so, we would have done about 12 or so um, comps for the year. Went over to the States, obviously, for the Royal. Yes, um, how was that? Yeah, really, really good. So, going back again this year. So, last year we got our uh, best, best category was ninth place pork ribs. Beautiful, man. Um, so, yeah, pretty excited to, <laughs> to say we had ninth place pork ribs in the world. So, uh, really fun. Love it over there. So, that's why we're heading back again this year. Mate, so good, so good. And uh, and so what else is coming up for 2019? What are your plans for happening in Australia? Yeah, we've got a lot of comps. So between here, we've got Q Club comp next weekend, uh, Meat Stock Melbourne, Meat Stock Sydney. Then we've got a few up in Queensland as well. So getting around up there um, too, between um, the Kingaroy comp and Bangalore and things like that as well. So Are you coming to Burley? Lots. Uh, we are. Um, Excellent, might, I'll see you there. Might not be uh, Big Smoke, but we are coming up at some sort. Oh, now that's intriguing. Yes. yes Any yeah. more light you can no, shed on that, or is it, it all? That's about it. It's all hush hush <laughs> for now. Yep. Yep. All definitely. right. I'll catch up with you again in a couple of months. You can tell me that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, you're you're cooking on drums this weekend. Yeah, definitely the arc drums. So new this season for us. Um, absolutely love them. We only had them for about six weeks or so. So fairly new to us on the drums. So we're used to the stick burners, um, but absolutely love the drums. Get a little bit more sleep at night times, which. Uh, Especially when you're doing quite a few comps, it's uh, that's what you low. need exactly. Yeah. So, is that the primary reason for moving from the stick burner to the drums? Uh, yes, yes and no. Uh, we've heard a lot of th- good things about the drums as well. So, one of the main reasons we went across is just the the flavour that they put out. Um, yeah, heard heard good things, and they're putting out some good good stuff as well. So, happy with them. Oh, fantastic! Well, I'm interested to see how you go this weekend with them. So, of the uh, ABA handings coming up tomorrow, which one are you sort of really wanting to win? Everyone wants to win brisket. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the hardest yeah, one today. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the one we want to win at the end of the day. Uh, brisket is king. So, we'll see where we go. Well, mate, best of luck with it. And uh, I think we're getting the hurry up over here to yep. go do the team briefing. So, we'll wrap it up for now. Yep. And I'll Perfect. say good, good luck with it all. Cheers, mate. Ta. Hey, folks, Ben for Smoking Hot Confessions here. Day one of the Blues, Brews and Barbecue Festival down here in beautiful Hobart. Sunny day, lovely, and I've found the reigning champions. We've got Crowey and Chris from Triple C's Barbecue. They're not shy with their trophy, as you can see. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you enjoying yourselves? Loving it. Always good down here. Hobart's always turned on good. the weather for us. It has, it has. It's always good, yeah. It's a great great comp here. Hobart Brewing Co. put on a great comp. As you can see, there's music going. It's fantastic. Great to be here. Mate, it is a top weekend. I am standing out like a sore thumb. The locals are wearing shorts, short sleeves and shorts. And I'm in jeans and a hoodie and i got a beanie in my backpack behind the bar. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously the Queenslander here. That's it, yeah. So tell me about last year. Last year, last year was interesting. It was our, um, I'd only just moved to Hobart, literally like oh, weeks before the comp. You were still wow. wearing pants at that point. Yeah, I was still wearing <laughs> pants. I was still climatised to Melbourne weather at the time. But um, yeah, we were on borrowed equipment. Um, we used Bunning fi- Bunnings hardwood firewood for the pits. Um, yeah, we, and but everything just went so smoothly and it was, it was our best comp to date at the time. And um, yeah, it just went well. And then 
to get all the call-ups that we got, we we, uh, we walked in every category. And, wow. Um, then to just get that GC, it was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Just something that we'd been looking forward to for so long. You would have been up here for days. Oh, it was oh yeah. so Weeks. good. Weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Awesome. So what was your best hand in last year? I can't remember. Uh, it wasn't chicken, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it never is chicken. No, no one ever says chicken. chicken. Look, probably pork was up there. I think we're Brisket. always fairly comfortable with Brisket pork. Brisket was a second, I believe, as well. Brisket we got a couple of there. seconds and thirds. Yeah, yeah, so it was good. But yeah, chicken, we've been working on chicken day, so we'll see what happens. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right, now you've got a very nice looking smoker over here. Tell me about that. Yeah, so it's a cabinet smoker. Um, one of the other guys who isn't here this weekend, he built it. Um, it's fully uh, insulated, ceramic insulation, gravity fed wow. cabinet. Hang on, hang on. DIY gravity fed ceramic insulated cabinet. That's it. And set and forget. Set and forget. Like once that thing's at 225, 250, 300, whatever temp you want at that. Set the valve and it'll sit there for the rest of the day. Mate, that's awesome. It is yeah. really good. It, and the best thing about the insulation, doesn't get affected by anything. No wind, rain, whatever. doesn't matter. Once it's hot, it's hot. Fantastic. So is it fair to say that that's your secret weapon this weekend? Well, let's hopefully. Hope so. let's, yeah, let's say that it will be. Yeah. Fingers are crossed. Well, other than the Weber kettle, that's all we've got. So, um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll be going all right. We'll see how we go. Well, that was my next question was, what are you cooking the, in the Weber kettle? So lunch. the kettle is, yeah, well, apart from lunch. <laughs> lunch. Yeah. Apart from lunch, the kettle's there. It's there as a backup. So we'll have that running hot always. Um, and So you do all your other hand-ins in the cabinet then? Definitely, everything in the cabinet. Um, and then we'll maybe do a bit of blasting in the kettle if required. Interesting. So you've, you've tailored your different cooking methods then to cook everything at one temperature then? Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's taken so a bit of time, but we've... Yeah, so that's it. It's pulled it all together and worked at the same temp, and that's it's all coming together. That's exactly what I do to cook to cook everything in my uh, vertical radar hill smoker. So yep. uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that the idea I had is the same idea yeah. as the reigning grand champions. <laughs> Makes me feel a little bit more confident when I go to compete. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, yeah. You can bring ten pits if you want and cook everything different, but. I think if you can try and work out your times and everything else with cooking at the same temp, that's where you're going to... I mean, it's, it makes it a lot easier, put it that way. True, true. So how many times a year then do you guys go across to the mainland to compete? Uh, well, last year we did five, uh, five comps, maybe six comps. Yeah, so... Yeah, so we get across there. and there's, there's quite a bit of cost involved with that, though, isn't there? Of course, yeah. So, I mean, well, Crowley's based in Melbourne as well, so which is handy. So we've got a bit of a sort of a, a setup up there and a setup down here as well. Ah, so gotcha. That helps. Um, but I mean, for the Kingsford last year, we had to we went to Sydney, and we're on borrowed time because all of us are all full-time employees, as most of us are. Yep, yep. And we ended up loaning some stuff, and, yeah, I mean... We didn't do as well as what we wanted to, but of course, borrowed pits, you know, you do the best you can, you know. But it was great that we got the chance to do it. I was going to say, mate, I wouldn't worry about that because you were at the Invitational. Yeah. You, you only get there by invite. That's yeah. why it's called the that Invitational. So That was, our, that was our goal and we got there, so we're happy, just happy to be there. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, before I let you go, what are you bringing that's uniquely Tasmanian to this competition this weekend? Shorts. Ooh, shorts. <laughs> I'm bringing shorts. So basically... I'm going to say everything but the brisket is Tasmanian. 
Now that's interesting because some of the best brisket in the country is from Tasmania. It is very much so. It is very much so. But um, which leads me to believe that you must be using a Japanese brand. Ah, uh, possibly. Ah, there you go. Zaha. <laughs> All right. Look, thanks very much for your time, and uh, best of luck for the competition. Cheers, thanks, thanks, buddy. Mate. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're just wrapping up day one here at the Blues, Brews and Barbecues Festival in Hobart. I apologise for my croaky voice. I've been I've spent so much time on airplanes and in airports. I've caught a bit of a cold. But the man to talk to here is Doug from Important Meeting. He's got a beautiful smoker that he's going to tell us all about in a minute. Mate, how are you enjoying Blues, Brews and Barbecues? It's fantastic. All right. We've got the most beautiful day for it. It's bright and sunny and um, it's plenty of good people and I'm uh, really looking forward to getting on with some barbecue. It is a lovely day, mate. It is a wonderful day. However, you can tell that you're obviously from Tasmania and I'm obviously from Queensland. Yes. Shorts and a T-shirt, hoodie and jeans. So. Well, at least you don't have the puffer on. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's in my suitcase. I'm sure it'll come out. <laughs> So, mate, what I want to know is I want to know about this smoker here. T tell me the story. Well, about 10 years ago, I saw a photo on a forum of a home brewing forum of a guy that had made an offset smoker using a gas bottle on it. It sort of sparked a little thought in me. Saying, I think I can do something like that. And so over five years and so, I've been collecting bits and pieces from uh, the tip shop and Gumtree and all that sort of stuff trying to piece together a really ace smoker. Um, and then when I got it all together, it was six months to build it, and I chose to go for the sort of steampunk look because it's well, way cool. I love I love the, it. Love the rivets and love all that. Plus my welds are a bit ordinary. Ah, so the so the rivets hide the hide the dodgy welding? There is no welding. So the rivets really? are actually the structural part of it, so they hold it all together. So how many rivets in total are we talking? Just under 600. 600 rivets? Yep. All oh, my hand, God. Uh, all hand-pressed. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a lot of work, and I learned a lot of things when I, uh, through the build of this. So are you a boilermaker by trade or something? No. No, it's all self-taught. That's phenomenal, mate, because it, it's such a beautiful job. So how does it cook? It cooks pretty good, actually. Um, I'm still a newbie. I've only been doing it for two years, so I'm nothing like some of these other amazing cooks out here that do fantastic jobs. But uh, I do a mean rib and I do mean chicken wings, and uh, my boys like Robbie, they love them. So, yeah. I can tell he loves the smoker. He's sort of creeping closer and closer. He's yeah, up. he is. Oh, he's got all shy now. He's oh, run away. Totally. <laughs> yeah, so he smashes the ribs and the chicken wings. Uh, they love it. Yeah, right, yeah. So this is your second time here at the Blues, Brews and Barbecues? It certainly is. I understand you did pretty well last year. Yeah, we did. Um, we'd only been barbecuing for six months when we entered last year, and it was just all, oh, look, let's give it a try and see what it's like. And we ended up getting uh, first in the pork ribs, which is... That's awesome. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, we just nailed it, and we were just so lucky. And, uh, yeah, we're hoping to back it up again this year. So what uh, what sort of secrets are you bringing into the comp this year? Oh, no secrets. So pork ribs, there's just a simple rub on the top and a homemade barbecue sauce. So we go all back to first principles. We don't buy any rubs. We make our, all our own stuff. Oh, right, okay. So we go out to the spice shops and get all our uh, herbs and spices and the like. 
Um, my barbecue sauce has actually started off using um, homegrown tomatoes. Oh, wow. Heaps cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so in that, I've got tomatoes, apples, uh, homegrown raspberries and black currants, blackberries, all sorts of flavours are building up to it. And so, yeah, you layer that with a nice honey butter glaze and, um, yeah, spot on. Mate, that sounds so good. Mm. Now, I've, I've just thought of an interesting question. We have a bit of an expression in Queensland, don't take heat above the border. So below down in New South Wales, down in if you go as far as Victoria, you can put a bit of chilli in, you can put a bit of heat in, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work north of the Queensland border. The judges hate it. How do they go here in Tasmania? Well, we go for no chilli. It's just a little bit of pepper and that's all. The only reason I do that is because I'm cooking for these guys, my boys, and they don't like the hot chilli. So, me, myself, I like it, so I just put a bit of sriracha sauce on mine when it comes to eating it at the end of the day. So you can do that. But for the judging here, I think you've just got to tone it down a bit and just have a slight subtle heat there. You can't have it overpowering. That's fantastic, mate. Sounds like a good plan. Mm. Listen, I'm going to cross my fingers for you and I hope to see you up on the stage collecting your award for pork ribs again this year. Awesome. Thank you very much, Ben. Thanks for your time. You too. This is Jesse with Seven Sins Barbecue, and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confessions. Hey, folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's about 8.30 in the morning on day two of the beautiful Hobart Blues Brews and Barbecue Festival, and I've tracked down Ian from Wolf Pit Barbecue with undoubtedly the sexiest pit here. We're going to have a conversation about that in a minute, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a tour around. Mate, how are you enjoying the weekend? Yeah, good, thanks, Ben. Yeah, it's been a good one. Nice weather this year compared to uh, last year. I have heard it was a little bit torrential yeah, last year. it was pouring down all night and all day. It's ter- terrible. Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of experiences like that myself. Yep. It's not fun trying to do a barbecue competition when no, you're under mate. knee-deep water. Well, we were actually laughing at all these guys last year because this was literally this time last year. Picked, the, picked up the trailer from the uh, factory and um, from the shop floor, brought it straight here to compete, like didn't even go home. And uh, when it started... Down, we were all sitting on the deck cracking up because all these guys were getting drenched. <laughs> and then five minutes later, the roof just started leaking. Oh, just no. Poured through like a bloody river through the. Uh, oh, instant carver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we get, we ate it. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So tell me about Wolf Pit Barbecue, mate. Where do you come um, from? How'd, how'd you get into it? Yeah, well, I started barbecuing years and years ago now, probably 12, 15, 13 years ago, something like that. And um, started up. Um, competition barbecue at the KCBS back in Melbourne in maybe 16, 2016 maybe. And uh, yeah, just been loving it since. And uh, decided to quit my day job and start up a food truck. Down, oh, down the here. dream, so, living the dream. Yeah, so I just custom built this from some guys down in uh, Port Huon and uh, some fabricators and uh, welders down there. So they did an amazing job um, building this trailer for me, custom built. And uh, yeah, just been running catering gigs and uh, do weekly weekly trades for lunch uh, tradies and stuff like that down, oh, in, yeah, uh, cool, down yeah. in Kingston, down in the uh, industrial belt. Yep. Yeah, it's working yep. really well. I'd, I'd imagine it would, mate. Can you give me a bit of a rundown of uh, of, of what you got in it? Uh, it's got everything you need. It's got hydraulic suspension. Uh, it's got Ooh, a, airbags. Uh, the Pro Q offset smoker. It's got the uh, big green egg. Uh, it's got hot uh, hot water fridges benches um, yeah pretty much everything you need and nothing more nothing less so it's a commercial kitchen on wheels pretty much it doesn't have like all your fries and stuff like that I was like nah I'm, 
I don't want any of that crap. <laughs> Deep fryers and uh, range hoods and all that kind of stuff. That just starts getting too complicated and too well, too bulky. I don't know what your uh, what your laws are down here, but up in Queensland, once you start putting fryers into things, there's yep. a whole other subset of rules. Oh, mate, yeah, you've got to have like huge range hoods. You've got to have the extractor fans. You've got to have the chimneys. And so I just said, nah, I'm just gonna. I don't want to deep fry anything and have to be cleaning grease. Clean all the, yeah, the grease gets stuff. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. No, so, um, yeah, just uh, started this up just to keep it pure barbecue and just serving brisket, pulled pork, ribs, um, wings, you name it, serving that to the public, you know, all the, all the tradies and um, builders and sparkies and that all down in the uh, industrial zones down around Kingston, South Hobart. Beautiful, man. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, of the hand-ins that are coming up today, what do you reckon is your specialty? Oh, that's a tough one. It's a tough <laughs> one. Ribs, ribs is probably one of my best categories I've had so far. It did came first place ribs in my last comp. Uh, that was a KCBS out at Blundstone Arena uh, last year. Um, pork, we came second. And brisket, we came fourth. Um, brisket's looking good today. Uh, got a nice Robins Island Wagyu. So, yeah, that, that's looking all right. Chicken's looking all right too, so pretty good actually. We had a few hiccups last night with the smoker, but um, woke up in the morning, 2.25, everything's stalled at the perfect temperature, and yeah, it's looking good. Sounds good, man. Very happy to hear that. Last question before I let you go. Yeah, mate. What are some um, some native Tasmanian flavours or some some unique Tasmanian flavours you bring into the competition? Um, mainly just the produce, yeah, all the lamb is really good, the pork's really good. Um, your beef obviously is, you know, world class. You know, Robin's Island Waggy is yeah. one of the best um, cuts of beef you'll get. Um, you can get a lot of things like native pepperberries, pretty popular. Use that in a couple of my rubs. Um, I do all my own sauces, so I've got my own barbecue sauce, chili oh, sauce, wow. and I've got like a lamb. Uh, for my lamb, I've got like a mint and kiwi kind of glaze, kind of like a jelly, kind of like a mint wow. and kiwi sort of jam. It's really good. That goes down well with the uh, the tradies. Yeah, I'll be circling yeah. back to try some of that. Yeah, a bit of lamb with that glaze on top. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mate, that sounds delicious. Look, thanks very much for your time. I'm going to let you get, get yeah, back no to it because we are mate. getting closer and closer to the first hand in. Yeah, we better get, get to it. Thanks Best of much, luck mate. with it. Cheers, Ben. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's day two of the beautiful Hobart Blues Brews and Barbecue Festival. And I've tracked down the man for barbecue in Tasmania, <laughs> Jeff Cox. Everybody knows him. Everywhere he walks around here, people are yelling out, hey Coxie, hey Coxie. <laughs> Mate, how was the night for you? Yeah, it was good. This is going to be the first barbecue comp that we've done sober. Uh, so we'll see what the results are, and the next one we might start drinking again, so we'll see what happens. Depends if you get the handshakes during <laughs> yeah, presentation yeah, when you're trying it, to get hey. the tweezers and get the little bits off the tweezers. That's it. But no, it's been a good night. We've um, swapped over to a Yoda Pellet Grill this year, so got some sleeping, and um, yeah, it's good. So tell me about that. Why the move from, because uh, you had an offset, no, you oh, had a vertical uh, The cabinet, smoking jack. You? Yeah, yeah, we started on the BSG uh, offset, then we swapped that and uh, got a smoking jack. And uh, that was good, but I've just been upgrading barbecues, and um, the easiest way to do it is to swap them and get second hand. So I've just been able to afford smokers I wouldn't normally be able to afford. So. So in the barbecue world, then you're the equivalent of that guy that started with the paperclip and ended up with the million dollar house. It's turning out that way. Yeah, it's working well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. No, it was good. So um, yeah, but no, this is going really well. It just makes it more enjoyable. I don't have to stay up all night. When it comes to the handy, I'm not flogged and um, losing my. Sh
Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So tell me about the Tasmanian barbecue scene, man. What's it like down here? Yeah, no, it's been good. It's um, we've normally have a few more comps than that running, um, but so this one's always um, always a headline for us. It's good to get the guys from the mainland come down, like Dan Barrett and um, Butcher's Axe and everyone come yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And we've got Triple C. So the, yeah, the scene's getting really good. So it's, you always love it when um, you don't get to compete that much because it costs so much to get to the mainland. So when those guys come down and um, you really get to see how you're going with your barbecue and your results. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good, but the scene down here is good. Um, probably 10 local teams, 11 local teams, and about four interstate. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, so, no, it's all going good. Yeah, it's like a, a, a third of them have come over the ditch. So, yeah. that's, um, that, yep. that's really encouraging to see that the Tasmanian scene has that much draw, that they're able to pull that much of the scene here. So. Yeah, well, the prize money for this comp is $10,000 between 15 teams, that's which is. That's which pretty is good huge. odds. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Spirit of Tasmania has jumped on board this year and um, gave everyone a bit of a discount, which is it's normally quite expensive ah, to come across okay. so they made it a bit more affordable uh, but yeah so it's, yeah, it's good and uh, we've had lean to kitchen jump on board as a sponsor this year and supplying all our meats and uh, all their rubs and that so getting a lot of good retailers and that down here that are really getting behind it so it's made a big difference so good mate so good yep. now my next question's got to be what would be some um unique tasmanian flavor profiles and things like what am i going to see turning up in the judges tent today Oh, I don't think there's that much difference in the flavour. We're all sort of hitting the or the commercial rubs, I suppose. There'll be a few guys making it. Um, but, yeah, I get my rubs from the States and from the lean-to, just so it's a bit different. I don't think the flavour... There's no sort of typical Tasmanian flavour coming through with the rubs. The Tasmanian meat, we've got King Island lamb. That's, we've had that flavour. I've heard good things yeah, about that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, and you've got your Robins Island briskets and all that. So, yeah, no, the, the produce down here is really good. But as far as flavour... Probably using the same standard rubs that everyone else is using. Oh, that's interesting, mate. Yeah. All right. So then, what do you think is going to be your uh, your standout today? I've been doing pretty well in brisket, um, so hopefully I can continue that role. So I haven't placed out the top five in any brisket cook for the last two years. So I'm sort of banking on that. I've come fourth here the last two years, so I like to go a bit better there. Yeah, see if we can nudge that up a bit, nudge, get yeah, into that $10,000 prize pool. Yeah, no, that'd be right, but I'm looking forward to it. As I said, we're moving back to uh, Brisbane in April. So oh, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, 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 so heading back up there, I'm looking forward to we'll stop in at Meat Stock Sydney on the way and um, yeah, do some Brisbane comps. So. You're going to have to change your name though, you can't be the Dirty South anymore, you have Ma to be the Dirty North. Oh, well, I've changed my name, yeah. barbecue team name every year for the last four <laughs> years, so it's always something different. I don't know what it'll be next year, so... Yeah, we'll roll with that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so it'll change. All right, look, man, I'm going to let you go. Too Thanks easy. so much Cheers for your time, your time and yeah. enjoy the rest of the competition. Will do. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Hey, folks, Ben for Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's a beautiful morning at the Hobart Blues Brews and Barbecues Festival, and a trip to Tasmania is not a trip to Tasmania unless you get to catch up with Macca from Macca's Leather Knife Rolls. This guy is kicking serious goals all over the country. This is the man that makes the knife rolls that you've seen uh, Mo, Tuffy, and Myron photographed with. Mate, thank you for, uh, for, for inviting me to Tasmania and welcoming me to Tasmania, and, mate, how are you feeling? I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped. It's just great to um, have a huge event like this down in Tassie again. This is our um, second year for this event and it's, it's just pumping. We've got mainland visitors, we've got high profile teams, we've got great southern teams, Tassie teams. 
everyone's having a ball. Everyone's having a ball. And we're right here on the waterfront. I mean, it's just spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a balmy, what, 17 degrees morning. Feels like that to me, Tasmanian. It's beautiful. It's t-shirt weather it, here in Tassie. Feels like the middle of winter to me, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm from the Gold Coast. <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Nah, so it's been a great event. It's been really well organised. Um, yeah, great, great cheer. All the guys are really liking it. And that. The vibe's great. It's just a re- one of those relaxed competitions. Absolutely, yeah. So tell me about uh, Maca Leather Knife Rolls. How did all that get started? Uh, it was a bit of boredom, bit of boredom, bought a sewing machine, <laughs> pile of pile of leather, and um, started making um, tool belts, tool rolls, chisel right. rolls. Okay, yeah, yeah. Never knife rolls. And then as it moved along, um, I made a knife roll. Someone gave me a, a crappy old template, and um, I made that, and... Anyway, I put one up on a website and a, um, a producer, TV producer for a show called Nomad uh, Chef uh, on Discovery Channel, um, made, you wanted me to make one for them for a concept. Wow. Yeah. So, so you went from a prototype straight into a TV show? Yep, yep, yep. And they, wow. <laughs> it was <laughs> insane. So um, this... this went around the world and I thought well this um, knife roll and I got orders and then so anyway so I've developed a bit of a range from it and a style so like most people will see my knife rolls and they know that it's one of mine um, and it's just gone from there did a first competition in um, 2016 where I wasn't a participant but I was um I was there as a trade table, um, uh, Rowan Peterson's place up in um, northern Tasmania, and um, and Daniel Barrett won his uh, first uh, prize down here. He he won one of the knife rolls. Oh wow! So then we heard about meat stock. I went to meat stock. Bang. And I think it was um, Andrew. I think that was where I met you for the first time. Yes. Yeah. 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 And. Um, Andrew Kavanagh was one of the first guys actually buy a um, from the Q Club that bought one of the Macca rolls. Right, so, and it's just been a roller coaster ro- ride since then. Yeah, now you're actually um, distributing them in the US now, I believe. How did that come about? Yeah, yeah, um, meat stock. Barbecue world, it's just fantastic. Now, um, Mo had bought a roll off me in um, 2017 ordered it in Melbourne, I made it, picked it up, he picked it up in Sydney, um, yeah, so he loved it, uh, we chatted, he tagged me, which was pretty amazing, tagging at different points, um, then I made an apron for him for a WA event, there's uh, Barbecue Events Australia in WA, they're kicking some goals over there. They're bringing some big names out. They brought Harry Sue and um, asked me to make a role for him. Uh, then 
they brought Mo out and they wanted me to make him an apron. So I saw that apron because I was at that at that festival. That was very good work. Yeah, that was cool. So that was thank you, thank you. But, um, and then we did a bit of collaboration with a mate of mine that's actually a, a leather carver and that, and we carved in and coloured the actual logo. So yeah, but Mo really liked that one. And then so. Um, that was a gift to him from from the guys in WA, but uh, Mo wanted another one, so so he approached me and, and said, "Hey, I want this one." So we we made him another one, and then we got talking about, "Hey, do you want to um, do a uh, a Mo range of Mac and knife rolls?" And he said, "Oh, think about we'll we'll think about logistics and all this." And anyway, it was sort of like I gave him some numbers, and and he said it sounded great. Let's do it. And bang, we've um, yeah, we've started it up. Mo Kason Signature Edition, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so we've got Mo's first lot out. And there's um, Eric Guppart as well. We're doing a signature um, series for him. So good. It's just, and that's in, um, keep pinching myself that all this is happening. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But, um, yeah, so they're in, um, Eric's roles are in at um, um, Alabama, uh, at, sorry, Adla- Atlanta Grill Company. And, um, yeah, so, and they're going really well. So, yeah, Atlanta Grill Company. Awesome. Beautiful, man. Congratulations. Well done. Thank Very you. well deserved. Thank you. So Thank you. tell me about the leather itself. Where does the leather itself come from? Now, this is Australian leather, so it could be, it could be from um, Victoria, Tasmania, or New South Wales, because it's processed when I get it, as in processed, as in tanned. Yep. Um, I, I get the, um, the colour that I, I want, so I can sort of, we've got natural hides, so I can get the colours dyed how I want them. You've got to do a minimum amount of hides sure, and that, yeah, so yeah. to change everything over. But I've sort of like found the colours that guys like, I'm happy with, and yeah, it's just been going really well from there. So the Australian leather, um, exporting around the world and to be honest I think the quality here is better because I can get the hands on and check out and do the quality quality control control and say hey guys this might have too many scars or this might have too many tick bites or whatever and I say can you just upgrade try and try and work around that and Yeah. yeah it's great it's great to sort of have that quality control all the way through. Mate, I, I love this whole paddock to plate movement and I love that your products fit into that because yeah. not only are we you know, eating the animals but we're also then using their, their hides to make beautiful artisan leather yes. goods. So yeah. that, that, that Thank you. the way that sort of dovetails in is just spectacular. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I also sell to the hospitality um, area restaurants and chefs and some of the best chefs and hotels around Tassie and Australia and exactly what you're saying and I said they like that artisan there's a great artisan feel movement coming back to there is yeah yeah let's get out of the um, let's get away from the mass-produced machines 
and start exactly. and, and start talking to the guy that actually knows his stuff and makes them by hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's been fantastic. And so, like, and you can see that by um, the response from uh, people at Meatstock. Or not, I'll be at Meatstock again this year, uh, Melbourne and Sydney. Unfortunately, I couldn't get to New Zealand this year, but, but we sent a rollover, and um, yeah, so that was one by um, Aussie Pit Boys. So um, that was great to be able to be still a part of the New Zealand meat stock. So well, there's always next year, mate. Yes, that's right. Hopefully <laughs> they'll give me a passport. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's what the problem is. Okay. Oh, I just I don't want to leave Tassie. <laughs> I don't want to leave Australia. I just love it. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Look, I'm going to say thanks for your time. Thank and you. uh, best of luck with all your knife rolls and all that. Thank you. Knife rolls and aprons and, that, and no problems at all. Thanks for your time and thanks for coming down and supporting the Tassie barbecue scene. Thank you. Hey, folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We are almost halfway through the hand-ins today. We've got two down, three to go. And so Grant from the Smoking Joints just taking a minute out here to uh, have a bit of a chat about what he's up to today. So, mate, how's it going for you? Well, I shouldn't be wearing the shirt. I'm not to TSJ today. I'm Barky ah, Bark and the Parsley Bunch. Barky Bark and the taking Parsley on the, Bunch. on the boys from TSJ next door. Right, okay, all right. So tell me about Barky Bark and the Parsley Bunch. Look, it's um, a bit of an experiment. Um, Hobart um, Brewing and the Hobart Beer and Barbecue Fest, for us as uh, the Blues Fest, has always been um, kind of a fun, you know, um, what, good time to get away, hit the music, hit the beers. And um, It's a great festival. It's, it's probably the best festival, you know, we go to. Yeah. Um, and then the idea and the concept was they've got a lot of guys that wanted to compete, but they were kind of nervous about turning up and taking on, you know, the, the big smokes and taking on, you know, Butcher's Axe and these guys. So they didn't want to enrol. Um, but, you know, over the pub talk, it was quickly uh, assessed that if they had someone to help them, then they'd be more than happy to get into it. And that's what I've been doing. I've got four rad dudes um, that have been basically owning a category and uh, cutting their chops. And we'll soon see uh, so the result. So you're a barbecue mentor this weekend? Look, I think um, all of us in the barbecue fraternity kind of pass on knowledge to different degrees. And I think this festival is a good example. All the tents are open. Everyone's mingling. And I think it's just that next level. If we're going to get better and bigger, you know, take what we know, tell it to other people and let them compete. And grow the scene for everybody. Yeah, I mean, everyone. You know, I mean, we're our sponsors. We've got lots of people who are interested. I think it's just the next one, you know, the next method. Get them in, get them involved. Love it, mate. Fantastic. So how are these blokes going? Um, look, only one of them has been fired. Um, no, uh, joke, only no, one fired? Definitely okay. not, definitely uh-huh. not. It's funny that, I mean, um, obviously everyone has their own personal skills when they barbecue. Um, I think that hard bit has been the process, working to a timetable. So I think without that happening, you know, they're ready to go. They know what they're doing now. Um, and if you don't see them getting a call up, you know, maybe I'll have to take my shirt off and throw it in the bin. Uh, I won't. <laughs> not, not, not that beautiful shirt. Yeah, absolutely. PK, filter, rock and roll. Yeah, love it. So what do you got these guys cooking on? What are you teaching them to use? Um, yeah, so we've got a really good spread. Um, again, Hobart sort of stepped it up. Um, you know, we've got barbecues galore giving us kit. Um, we've got the PK Grills boys, you know, sitting over there. Yaron and uh, Murph looking over us. Um, they've let us PK Grill, the 360, which yep. is a rad bit of kit. Um, that's really helped us out. We've got the ever, you know, trusty Trag Dog. Um, that's meant I got a couple of hours sleep last night. Oh, very good. Yeah, and um, we've got this big Kamado, um, which was a real learning experience for me. We've just done the ribs then. Um, you know, different techniques with these different beasts. Even people who do this as, you know, seasoned pros still have to learn things. So oh, I was learning yeah, at the same absolutely. time. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But I love that KJ as well. It's a good kit. 
mate, that's that's great to give them such ex uh, wide exposure to such different types of barbecue. Well done. Yeah, thanks very much, man. And I, look, I would recommend anyone who's doing this. Um, we've got a taster at the Caravan Camping Show of that little pro-am thing. And this is that next level. Um, I think it's something that should be at every competition. You know, an opportunity for people to compete. Uh, and maybe some kids comps. Yeah, definitely. I, I think there are some uh, some things in the pipeline for that. So we'll just see what, what comes out. But I love what you're doing. Beautiful. And I just want to say congratulations. Thanks, and man. And thanks very much for doing your part to grow the scene. Pew, pew, pew. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're uh, just about halfway through the day here at the Hobart Blues, Brews and Barbecue Festival. Clint from Harlequin, how are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, mate, having a good time. Yeah, the, uh, the guys have kept us nicely refreshed for the Hobart Brewing Co. So, you know, good weather for it, good activities for it. Um, yeah, it's been a fun event, you know, good people around, good, good lot of experience with other teams competing. Um, it's our first year doing it, so it's good to be a part of it. So is it your first year at this festival or your or your, your first year competing period? First ever barbecue competition. First ever barbecue competition. Yeah. Wow. So what's your history with, with uh, barbecue? What's your background? Um, so basically, my um, one of my best mates has a restaurant called Blue Bonnet Barbecue in Melbourne. Ah. And I, I'm originally from Melbourne, so I spent a lot of time working with him um, when he needed someone to help, like, fill in hours or business staff member down. I spent a lot of time like you know filling in shifts and sort of learning from him um, and I've always enjoyed cooking with fire and smoke so getting to sort of see you know the whole low and slow and American barbecue approach to cooking um, was always something that I was quite interested in and getting the opportunity to hang out with him and learn from him when he's done you know did all his internship in the states and did all the hard yards himself over there so I learned from some really you know really switched on people. Yeah, well, Blue Bonnet would be one of the best places in Australia to learn about barbecue. They've got a fantastic reputation. Yeah, so well, this, the, is our, the... this is their first smoker. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I bought this off him because um, they just um, relocated and opened their new restaurant late last year. And so this was sitting in storage, you know, over a couple of pints. I was like, so what are you doing with it? He's like, you want to buy it? I'm like, yep. I'm like, cool. So let's get it down to Hobart. So, yeah, this is actually the original, original smoker from Blue Bonnet. Okay, so fill me in. Size, dimension. Huge. <laughs> um, it's about 1.6 ton. It was a third longer again, um, but then when the blue, first blue bonnet burnt down, it was this that sort of took it. Um, so they cut oh. this down and then made it into two. So there's it's actually got the other third of it somewhere that well, Chris has still got it in storage, but. So yeah. this is like the Christine of barbecues. Yeah, this is the this is the first this is the shop taker. Right. This is the, this is the thing that almost like you know meant there was no more blue on it, and it was the thing that was blue on it. So. So did you light some sage and like shake the smoke all over it sort to exercise the, the demon? Take the trip across the bloody the, across the the water down here sort of cleansed it really you know yeah. nice beautiful Tasmanian air. <laughs> it's a pretty good environment for it to be in. Yeah right. Now, I understand that you've got some pretty big plans for this. What have you got coming up in the future? Um, well, we've, we've been looking to open Harlequin in the next six to eight weeks. Um, a new restaurant we're doing with my business partners in Lena Valley. Um, sort of a, well, we want to, you know, sort of uh, basically a really nice pub. Good food, good booze. Um, but somewhere where families and everyone can sort of go and hang out and spend time. So we've extended the lawn by 500 square metres and we'll have a stage wow. for live music and stuff as well. And um, even just chatting to, you know, the guys from PK, um, Hazy, Hazy Peaks, barbecues and stuff, like talking about doing a little barbecue comp because we have a massive car park. So, you know, it'd be good to sort of keep everyone in the community happy and give, give a lot to the community, I think. It's sort of what we're after. 
Sounds good to me, mate. I'm really looking forward to that. Well, so good to have you down again. Yeah, yeah. So before I let you go, how are you feeling about your hand-ins today? You've, you've done chicken, you've done lamb. How yep. are they? Uh, chicken, really happy with. Lamb, really happy with. Um, I think the pork ribs we've done are probably going to be uh, bread and butter. Um, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping so. Um, yeah, so far feeling good. Um, again, there's a lot of lot of good guys around with a lot of experience doing this, and it's a shame we had to cut it up. Yeah, um, you know, we're just looking forward to putting some hot meat up for the judges and hope they enjoy it. I'm assuming that was one of your teammates. Yeah, that was one of the teammates. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mate, I've, I've got my fingers crossed for the pork ribs for you because they sound delicious. Thanks very much. And uh, best of luck come awards time. Thank you. Enjoy. Cheers. Hey, folks. Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're banging it out here today at the Hobart Blues, Brews and Barbecues Festival. I've got with me right now Murphy and Yaron from Hazy Peak Barbecue. Fellas, how are you enjoying this weekend? Yeah, we're having a great time. I mean... Uh Barbecue. It's hard not to. It's a barbecue <laughs> contest at a brewery. How can you go wrong? Like this, yeah. Good to see some great teams here as well. A lot, lot of interstaters here. So yeah. good to see everyone having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think about a third of the teams here have actually crossed the ditch for this. So yeah. it's yeah. it's beautiful to see that, ta that the Tasmanian barbecue scene is pulling that sort of attention from the mainland. Yeah. yeah. It has been for a few years now as well, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, what are you guys doing here this weekend? Are you competing? Are you vending? What are you up to? Um, we're kind of vending and um, just kind of promoting ourselves and generally having a good time. Um, we're, we're cooking for fun. Um, yeah. So we're, we're the um, distributor of PK Grills, so the grills that you can see here. Oh, um, beautiful, yep. Yeah, so we, um, we sell those Australia-wide um, and through New Zealand as well. So we've been bringing them in since uh, about September last year. Right, okay. Um, so we're at that time where we're just getting the name out there as much as we can. They've got a really good name in the US. So they just, do, yeah. It's yeah. just a matter of getting the name, name into, into Australia as well. So tell me about the grills, man. Like I, I know they're really popular in the in the US. What do we need to know about the PK grill here in Australia? Well, really, I mean, there's not much that does everything as a whole package the same as what a PK does. So you've got cast alloy, which is a big big benefit in terms of um, thick walls. So you've got really well insulated, well insulated grill. You've got a rectangular shape so that it's really easy to set up indirect cooking, even though it's quite small. And because they're made of alloy, they're super light and portable as well. So you're really getting the benefits of a big sort of, you know, insulated grill in something that's much more, um, much smaller and much more portable. So. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I think I've seen a lot of these um, in the US coverage of the SCA awards. They're a real sort of SCA sort of, you know, weapon of burger destruction, I guess yeah. you could say. Like, they are the thing to go to if you want to do SCA. Yeah. Um, actually, PK is the official grill of uh, the SCA over there. They're the major sponsor, and I haven't been to one in the US, but I'm told about 80% of the teams are using them, some, something in that neighborhood. And... Uh, to be honest, uh, not only are they great for competition, but we've had a spectacular time cooking in our own backyards on them because it's just so easy. You know, it's not like firing up the offset and having to wait several hours, eight hours to eat. Yeah. We're, you know, we're cooking pretty quick. All right, so what's your favorite thing to cook at home on the on the PK grill? Oh, I go through buffalo wings like crazy. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, I love buffalo right wings. Back there. Yeah, we're oh, really? Right now. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you? What do you like to cook on them? Mate, I, I do a lot of low and slow um, indirect cooking on mine. Um, we had the, the graphite one over the back there going the other day uh, with six big fat um, pork ribs on there. Just 
just in, oh, in really? racks. So you can fit more in there than what you think and still have it indirect. So, um, yeah, do a lot, lot of ribs, a lot of pork ribs. Beautiful. Yeah, probably and they, my favourite. They look like they're a reasonable enough size. You could put one in the back of the ute and take it to a picnic or something like oh, that as well. Yeah, camping, all, all those sort of um, uses. Yeah, they're really portable. They're really easy. That's so cool. All right, so if the viewers want to know how to get hold of you to get to, to talk about these PK grills, how would they do that? www.hazypeakbarbecues.com um, or you can give um, us a shout-out on, on Instagram at, at hazypeakbarbecues. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Selling them right off the site, so anyone can uh, give us a yell or send us an email, give us a phone call. We're happy to chat barbecue with anybody. Oh, Find so us. so you can order and then ship us like straight off the site? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely, yeah. Oh, uh, someone can go on the internet today, you know, punch a couple of buttons there. We got we to gotta give you a freight quote, but other than that, can, we'll send it to you tomorrow. Too easy, guys. Simple Too easy. Yeah. Look, thanks very much for your time. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks, man. Okay. Cheers. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. I know we definitely have, and I know this man definitely has. It's Josh from Full Ball Barbecue. I just had a bite of his brisket and it is to die for. Mate, how's the weekend treating you? Really well. The music's great, the event's great, you know, the sun's out. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Can't ask for much more than that, mate, can we? No, not at all. Not at all. So are you a local team? We're half local and half mainland. Hybrid? Yeah, very hybrid. So we got two blokes from down here, myself and Jonathan. We've got two blokes from up on the mainland, uh, Jeff and Andrew. So do you basically have, have two comp kits then? One comp kit here and one comp kit up there? Yeah, so it was sort of funny. We started out just being local and then we tried to get to a mainland comp and we had no gear, we couldn't get gear, and we asked the sponsors, Flaming Coals, what can we do, can we borrow gear and this? And they pointed us to a couple of the locals and said, borrow their gear, and from then on we met these guys, and now we've got comp gear up there and comp gear down here. That's the way to do it, man. You can hit the hit Tasmania and, and hit the mainland as well. Yeah, it definitely makes it easy, especially if we can't get out to the mainland or they can't get to here, you know. You get two comps in, extra comps in in the year, it's great. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So do you find that there's many differences then between a Tas Tasmanian take on barbecue and a mainland take on barbecue? I'm talking like flavour profiles, different types of woods, anything like that? Yeah, it's sort of funny, like the hardwoods especially, like your main fuel source, you know. Over on the mainland it's ironbark predominantly, where we don't get ironbark down here at all. Um, that's the sort of the big difference. Interesting. So what do you use as fuel down here? Uh, just basic sort of hardwood I'm not too not too sure to be honest okay no worries just as long as it burns yeah that's it as long as we get blue smoke we're happy well I did notice the uh, the logging ships just over here at the harbour so you can always just run out the back there today and just chisel off a bit and throw that in yeah it's you know there's wood everywhere here you know you drive five minutes you're in the stick so yeah it's always available so how many years have you been coming to this festival now uh, this is my second year. So this was my first sort of comp down here. It's the Hobart Brewing Co. last year where um, we sort of met a lot of the guys and sort of got to know people and from then on took off from there. Right, cool. And so how have you seen this particular comp grow and develop then? It's It's been funny. The music, especially this year, has taken off. So there's a lot more live bands and a lot more variety in the bands. 
and then the amount of people compared to last year has been really good. It's great. Yeah, the crowd's just sort of building now for today, but yesterday it was packed in here, so I'm, I'm looking forward to later on this afternoon. Yeah, I've got a quite a few good bands later tonight too, so I reckon it'll pack out pretty quickly. Yeah, no doubt, mate, no doubt. Now, I did just try some of your brisket before, as I was just saying. It is beautiful, man. What can you tell me about your brisket? Uh, so it's something we've been working on. Uh, one of the local guys, Jeff Cox, over there sort of taught one of our old teammates who's on your team now. Uh, Stu, yeah. Yeah, old Stu. And so we sort of played around with the idea and he took it from there and then we've changed it and swapped it and taken it from there. But it's sort of been barbecue mafia steak out being in the forefront and then build your flavour profiles from there. Mate, those burn ends, the texture on that was just bang on, like literally marshmallow soft, so good. Yeah, Jeff done an awesome job on him. Yeah, he's been killing it this whole weekend. He's been a real lifesaver for all of us. It's been great. Yeah, he's the brisket king for you, is he? Yeah, he certainly is. Yeah, he's sort of the, the guy that oversees everything as well, makes sure, you know, okay, we're on top of this, we're doing that. You know, it's great. Now, I can see that you're cooking on a flaming coals offset here. What can you tell me about this particular smoker? Ah, oh, it's brilliant. For me, it was my very first smoker, so a lot of people have Webers and stuff. This was my first. That was it, straight into it. And after a couple of playing around and whatnot, you get there and I walk away for an hour, I come back, it's still running 250 Fahrenheit perfectly. It's sort of just, it's like any pit. You play around with it, you get used to it, and it becomes your own. So it's, it, it's quite stable and, uh, and reliable performing then? Oh, it's extremely stable. It's, it's uh, very accurate from the top all the way through to the end, you know, like from, oh, okay. it's across the board, you know, 250 from one point to the other, it's great. Mate, that's what you want? Yeah, well, the best part of it is the baffle plates at the bottom. So you take those out and you move them around. So I remember when I was first cooking, I'd do chicken and a pulled pork at the same time. So you'd flick out the first baffle plate, you'd have 300 at the front. 250 at the back, perfect setup. Oh, spot on, mate. That sounds great. Yeah, it makes it real easy. Yeah, yeah. Look, thanks for your time. I can see you need to get ready for the next hand in. So I'm going to say thanks for being part of the show. Thank you very much. And I'm going to be looking forward to seeing you pick up that brisket trophy because that brisket is banging. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. See you, mate. Thank you. See ya. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We've just wrapped up day two at the Hobart Blues, Brews and Barbecues Festival. Last hand in was brisket. I was just in the judges' tent and man, some of that stuff was so, so good. With me right now, I've got uh, Glenn and Owen from Knights of the Pissoir, which I had to actually look that up and yes, that does mean toilet. So, gentlemen, how's the weekend been for you? Absolutely fantastic. I had a great time. Oh, couldn't ask for a better day out, could you? Mate, it has, it has been beautiful. Blue skies, warm sunshine, nice breeze off the ocean, smoke in the air, fresh meat, beautiful. Well, there you go, mate. There you go, mate. We're real polite, us piss bar nights. <laughs> <laughs> Take up a lot of video footage, sort of, you know, to oh, yeah, and fro, but, but, mate, that's it. But no, it's been a good turnout, and this is our first uh, comp as a team, so... Sort of, First-timers. Yeah. So we're really aiming for the wooden spoon, so anywhere up above that we're going to be beautiful. <laughs> All right, so then what are some of the biggest takeaways that you've had then as as this is your first time uh, competing? What's some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Oh, I'll probably sharpen up on the butchering skills, yeah, like the, your cuts and stuff. Like We need a bit of fine-tuning with that, but as far as cooking process goes, I, we're pretty well got it down back. But in regards to just everything in general, as you know, as you go around these different venues and all the rest, you see different techniques to 
lots of rubs and just the experience that you can take back and learn from that and Hopefully, mate. Like I said, in a couple of years, we'll be there to kick goals. Yeah. And, and have you found that some of the more experienced teams are quite happy to share their knowledge and skills with you? Certainly. Yeah, the fraternity in this community is amazing. The support they give you, little tips, the trading honeys and sauces, and yeah, it's a very friendly atmosphere, and I'm really involved and loved it now. Yeah. Beautiful. So you're obviously uh, local Tasmanians then? Oh, well, sort of. I'm a Queenslander. I'm a mainlander. But yeah, I've been here six years now, man. Okay, so what sort of um, what sort of unique Tasmanian flavours or woods or what have you have you brought into this competition? Well, that's a tough one. Um, the produce in Tasmania totally blows everything away on the mainland. As far that is as, true. You know, like <laughs> it's, you can't you, you can't wrap that up in a five minute statement. It's just top shelf stuff here. It really is. But so there's did... no mud crabs. That's the sucks about mud. there's no mud crabs in Tasmania. Uh, it's too cold, mate. I know. It's beautiful down here. So oh, did you source your beef way. from Tasmania? Yes, we did. Yep. What did you use? Uh, well, in, in regards to that, all of ours come out of uh, Table Coke, as you know, near Robson Island and all the rest of it. Our pork, of course, came out of Scottsdale. Our chicken, well, we're not too sure about the chicken, but the majority of everything else, mate, is all sourced locally. So, mm. Beautiful. So what do you see, then, as the, as the future of the Tasmanian barbecue scene? Oh, bigger and better. It has this, like, I think it's just blossoming. It's not an unspoken thing now. It's on the tips of everybody's tongue. Like when you say, I've got an offset smoker, and people sort of know what that is now. Like a couple of years ago, it's like, just idiot talking about, you know? Yeah. Did they think that you were talking about the big uh, cigarette tubes and you put the cigarette in one end and the tube in the other? Don't know what they think, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you, which hand in are you most happy with this weekend? Oh, dessert, mate. Dessert. Dessert was pretty good. Also dessert. Yeah. Yesterday's ancillary. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, we just reckon there was a little bit of... I'm not actually too sure about it, but you have a look at our presentation. Bob's done, meringues, poached pears, just all the key ingredients. It was a magnificent dessert. Even half the members around the place were all in awe. And then you still come dead last? We're not sure. But it's something we're going to work towards and we're going to do that. That's, that's part of competition cooking, guys. I've got to tell you, every competition that I compete in, when I'm like, yes, nailed that, yeah. judges murder me. And yeah. the competitions where I just throw it in the box and I just tell my team, take it away, I don't want to see it anymore, you get that, that's when I get uh, <laughs> places. That's so. what we're going to do, mate. That's throw what we're going to do. Throw it in. Marga. It's always the ones that you hate that the judges love and the ones that you love that the judges hate. So. Yeah. I wonder if we start getting the judges yeah. 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 Start mixing some uh, liqueur into your sauces. Yeah. Oh, I do bring my own homebrew rum. That's pretty good. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I call it hen juice. Ah, very good. We very good. It, that's where you like. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, gentlemen, look, I'm going to let you enjoy the rest of the afternoon. The bands are cranking now. Good on you, mate. Thanks good very much for your time. No worries, Thanks, bud. And I'm best of luck at hand-ins. I would. Cheers to that. Gotcha. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How are you all enjoying the beautiful day today? Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Very good, very good. How's the music been? How's the food been? And how's the beer been? 
Yes, beautiful. What else do we need on a beautiful summer Sunday? All right, can I have a, uh, a representative from Bare Bones Barbecues and Hazy, uh, sorry, Bare Bones Guitars and Hazy Peak Barbecues up here, please? We've got a couple of prizes we want to give away. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've had some uh, lovely prizes, uh, some, uh, sorry, competitions happening this weekend. We're going to draw them right uh, for you right now. The first one is coming from Bare Bones Guitars. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're uh, handcrafted guitars made from cigar boxes. They are just sensational. So we're going to be giving one of, uh, one of them away in just a minute. And then we've got a beautiful PK grill as well. So we're kicking things off with Hazy Peak. So I'm going to, I'm going to allow uh, th these fellas introduce themselves and uh, we're going to get that underway. Hey everyone, uh, we're Hazy Peak Barbecues and we're the supplier of the PK grills that we're, uh, the one we're giving away here and one the contestants are out using out back. So if you're not lucky enough to win one of these grills, you can uh, find us after the show back there or on the internet, social media, just look up Hazy Peak Barbecues and you too can have a PK grill. Uh, Danielle Darwin, are you here? <laughs> I'm so jealous right now, those PK grills are a serious piece of kit. Designed and manufactured in Little Rock, Arkansas, they are the bomb. They are actually the official barbecue of the State Cook-Off Association, so uh, that's a really top prize. Okay, Bare Bones, guitars, come on up. How's everyone going today? Hope everyone's had a great weekend. Been on the barbecuing, yeah? Been on the beers, been on the blues. Uh, we've got a, um, a nice slide guitar that I've handmade, three-string slide guitar that we're going to put up for raffle. And all the proceeds are going to the Women's Foundation of Hobart. So I'm just going to get my son Jasper to dive in. Pat Colombo. Where's Pat Colombo? Where's Pat? Looks like he's one of the barbecue competitors taking home a guitar. Not bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Barbecue Awards. Bare Bones Guitars will be back again next year, so uh, do make sure you come back so you can have another crack at winning one of those awesome guitars. Okay, so the Barbecue Awards. For those of you who are not familiar with barbecue competitions, we're not just talking about basic sausages and onions on a hot plate at Bunnings. We're talking low and slow American-style wood-fired barbecue. A lot of these fellas that are, and ladies that are looking quite tired and haggard, that's because they've been up since 2 o'clock this morning, stoking the fires and getting all the briskets and pulled porks ready for you. So, to kick things off, we want to say a big thank you to, and can I get a round of applause for, the major sponsor of this year's event, Clenet's Mitre 10. And we've got three other big sponsors that we want to give a, a hat tip as well. They've uh, each sponsored um, the same prize across all the categories. So, all the third prize categories are sponsored by Hobart Brewing Company. Can we get a big round of applause for them? All of the second prize categories are sponsored by Hazy Peak Barbecues. Very generous gentlemen. They just raffled off a $750 grill. And all of the first prizes have been sponsored by Willie Smith's Cider Makers. So without further ado, for the competitors, I'm going to call out from 10 to 1. Uh, the call-outs will be 10 to... 
Got to do my math here. Seven. And then three, two, one. Ten to four, and then three, two, one will be call ups. English teacher, not a math teacher, thank you very much. Okay, so starting off with chicken in 10th place, Butcher's Axe Barbecue. Eighth place was a tie between Full Ball Barbecue and Wolf Pit Barbecue. Seventh place, one of the most creatively named teams here this weekend, Knights of the Pissoir. I was speaking to them earlier today, and this is actually their first ever competition. So to get a call out at your first ever comp, well done, gents. Uh, number six in chicken was the smoking joint. Number five, wearing the scariest shirt here, Creek Freak Barbecue. Gordo! Don't get him mad. Number four was the Grill Murray All-Stars. Coming up to collect some prizes, can we please have, in third place, Big Smoke Barbecue. Beautiful. In second place, can we please have, come up to collect their chicken prizes, Midway Smokers. first place, can we please have, I'm very happy to announce this, Barky Bark and the Parsley Bunch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a great story. This is their first ever competition here this weekend. And they've been mentored by Grant from the Smoking Joint, one of Australia's most winningest teams. So uh, yeah, come on out, get a photo, let the gents. A first place in their first barbecue comp. That's amazing. Alrighty, moving on to lamb. Nothing more Australian in the summertime barbecue than some lamb. Honourable mentions, 10th place, full ball barbecue. Ninth place, the Grill Murray All-Stars. Eighth place, Barky Bark and the Parsley Bunch. There's that name again, that ladies and gentlemen. Seventh place, Triple C's Barbecue. Sixth place, Creek Freak Barbecue. Fifth place, Big Smoke Barbecue. And fourth place, Wolf Pit Barbecue. So now the call-outs coming out for third place. Can we have Dirty Sal? Third place, Lamb. Second place lamb, come up and collect your prizes, please. The smoking joint. Ladies and gentlemen, local barbecue legend Jimmy Anderson from the smoking joint. You may have heard him on the radio this morning. Okay, come on up, collect your first place prize for lamb. Butcher's Axe Barbecue. This particular team hails from Melbourne across the ditch. And they uh, reached out to the barbecue family here in Tasmania and said, folks, we want to come. We can't bring all our gear. Can you help us out? So they have cooked this weekend entirely on borrowed gear from the Tasmanian barbecue family. So to get a first place in lamb, they owe it all to you. All right, let's talk pork ribs. 
We've got a couple of tied places here. Tied ninth place. Grill Murray All-Stars and Wolf Pit Barbecue. Eighth place, Midway Smokers. Seventh place, Pork Ribs, Full Ball Barbecue. Fifth place, Pork Ribs, Tide, Dirty South and Barky Bark and the Parsley Bunch. And fourth place, The Smoking Joint. Come on up and collect some prizes. Third place, Pork Ribs, Triple C's Barbecue. Ladies and gentlemen, crowd favourite. Reigning champions from last year. They had a reputation to uphold and they've done it. Come on up for second place, please. Butcher's Axe Barbecue, second place, Pork Ribs. These gentlemen are hot on the back of a grand championship win just last weekend. They've come here to compete this weekend and they're competing again next weekend. They are very hot on the scene right now and they love it. And come on up for first place, Big Smoke Barbecue. One of these gentlemen, uh, Dan, just flew in from Los Angeles yesterday. Literally flew in, got in the car from the airport, straight here to the competition, straight into it. So I'm guessing he hasn't slept in about four days. Okay, into the pork category. Tenth place, the Doug Anthony Aldas. Not, not sure I've read that right. Number nine, Full Ball Barbecue. Seventh was a tie, Wolf Pit Barbecue and the Smoking Devils. Number six was Dirty South. Number five, The Smoking Joint. Number four, Grill Murray All-Stars. And come up for third place, Big Smoke Barbecue. Second place for pork, can we please have Triple C's Barbecue? Alright, uh, that was second place Triple C's Barbecue, first place in pork, can we please have Butcher's Axe Barbecue? Alright, that was pork, brisket, they all want to win the brisket, the brisket's the big one. Tenth place, Barky Bark and the Parsley Bunch. These new guys to the scene are unstoppable. Seventh place is a three-way tie. Smoking Devils, Creek Freak Barbecue, and the Smoking Joint. Sixth place, Wolf Pit Barbecue. Fifth place, Triple C's Barbecue. Fourth place, Dirty Sal. There you go, fellas. All right, third place, take a walk for brisket. Big Smoke Barbecue. Alrighty, second place brisket. Can we please have, I know someone who's going to be very happy with this call, Full Ball Barbecue. Alrighty, now, this is the trophy they all want to get. First place brisket. The winners of first place brisket are... Butch's Axe Barbecue. The lads are 
pinching themselves. They can't believe it themselves. Fly in, fly out, all borrowed gear. They told me they brought their own rubs and sauces. That's it. The Tasmanian barbecue family supported them with everything else. Amazing. All right, now, countdown to RGC and GC. 14th place, honorable mentions. 14th, 9th of the Pissoir. 13, important meeting. Not Doug Anthony Aldous. 12, smoking devils. 11, midway smokers. 10th, Creek Creek Barbecue. There you go, Gordo. Top 10 finish. Number nine, Brill Murray All-Stars. Eight, Barky Bark and the Parsley Bunch. Ripper effort there. Number seven, Full Ball Barbecue. Sixth, Wolf Pit Barbecue. Fifth, Dirty South. Fourth, Triple C's Barbecue. And third, The Smoking Joint. So it's down to RGC and GC now, ladies and gentlemen. For second place, RGC, can we please have Big Smoke Barbecue? Which means, ladies and gentlemen, grand champion here at the 2019 Hobart Blues Fest, the Blues Brews and Barbecues, can we please have Butch's Axe Barbecue? Grand champion. This weekend they've won grand champion. Next weekend they're competing in Melbourne. Can they get the hat trick? That's what we're all going to wait and see. But here are your 2019 Hobart Blues Brews and Barbecue champions. Butcher's Axe Barbecue. Michael and the team, come on down. We have another round of applause, please, ladies and gentlemen. taken quick couple of thank yous thank you to the hobart uh, brewing company for putting this on thank you to kiralee for organizing the festival and making this space for us all to come play in thank you to mel and the aba for officiating the competition my name is ben i'm from smoking hot confessions and i'll see you later i'll leave you to the bands and there you have it family the 2019 hobart blues brews and barbecues festival Massive congrats go out to Big Smoke Barbecue for their RGC and, of course, Butcher's Axe Barbecue for their grand champion prize. Before I let you go, I want to remind you about the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook. And if you have a minute, it'd really help me out if you could subscribe, rate and review the show. The ratings and reviews trigger the algorithms and make Apple distribute the podcast further and wider. So they are really important and very much appreciated. This episode's supporter shout-out goes to TCP Rusty, who writes, Lock it in for a road trip. Love it. As a seasoned traveller, there's nothing better than tuning into the latest SHC podcast and hitting the open road. Each series gets better, although I can't help but go back and listen again and again. Cheers for your Ripper podcast, Ben. Rusty, here's cheers to you, mate. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to leave that rating and review, and I love your work, buddy. And that's the end of the show. Till next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>